Ketubot Taf Sadigimah, the last thing we were discussing was different cases where Reuven sold the land to Shimon and Reuven's creditor repossessed that land and all the halachot that went into it. And with that, we're starting Sadigimah Amud Aleph, six lines in, by the Mishnah. And the Mishnah starts, Mishayana Sushalosh Nashim Umet. A person was married to three women and he passed away. Now, Ketubata Shilzo, the first one, her ketubah was worth a maneh, v'shilzo, and the second one, matayim, 200, v'shilzo, shilosh me'ot, and the third one, 300. And they all were signed at the same time, because we have to say they're all signed on the same day, because if one of them was before the other, then that one has a right to get her ketubah money first. Ve'en sham ela maneh. Let's say he passed away, he only left one maneh, and you have three ketubot over here. Holkin besheve, they split it up evenly. Hayu Shamataim. Now let's say there was two hundred zoos over there left. Shelmane, the lady with the ktubah that says Mane, not Hamishim Zuz, she takes fifty Zuz. Shelmataim Bishel Shloshmot, and the second and third lady who had a ktubah of two hundred and three hundred, Shelosha, Shelosha, Shel Zahav. They each take uh, three uh, dinarim of Zahav, which ends up being seventy-five seventy-five. The basic math is as follows. The lady with the with the first ketubah, with the 100, she has uh, 50% of the right to that first money, that first 100, so she takes 50, and the other two split that uh, one money, the, one of the 50 that's left, so they take 25-25, and the other 100 that's left, they split 50-50. So that's how they get the 75-75. Hayusham shelosh mod. let's say there's 300 zoos. Then that first maneh is mishobat to everyone. So the first lady takes her 50%, which is shelmane notel hamishim. She takes 50 of that first zuz, of that first um, maneh. Then vishelmataim, the lady who her ktubah says 200, she gets maneh, she gets a whole maneh. 50 from the first and 50 from the second. Veshel Sheloshmet, and the lady with the, with the 300, Shisha Shel Zahav. She gets three of gold, three dinam of gold, which ends up being 150. She gets 50 from the second one and 100 from that third hundred money. Vechen Shaloshi same idea. Three people, they put their money together in a business venture to do work together. Pihatu Tiru, if they made money, they lost money. Kachem Hokin, they split the same way. And the Gemara starts. We're talking about the case where the man left 200 zoos. And we said that the lady with the first tuba, she takes 50% of that first zoos. She gets 50. And the question is, Why should the lady of the first, uh, the first tuba get 50? She should really get 33 and a third. Why should she get 50? So Amar Shemuel, no, our Mishnah is talking about Bekotevet Ba'alat Matayim Le'ba'alat Maneh Dinu Dvarim En Le'imach Bemaneh That the lady with the 200 Ketubah, she wrote to the first lady that I don't, you, I have no claim against you in regards to your Ketubah. Meaning when when time comes for us to deal with Ketubot, I am not going to, I'm not going to take away anything from you. The Gemara says, Iach, if that's the case, Emma Sefa, Look at the last part. It says shel mataim v'shel shelosh meot shalosh shalosh shel zahav. The lady with the two hundred and the three hundred, they each get seventy-five. Well, temala, let the lady with the three hundred tell the lady with the two hundred. Hasal katnav shem chamina. Didn't you move your remove your, you? Didn't you remove yourself 
from that second maneh. So Mark explains, no, Mishum de Amra Allah, no, because the lady with the 200 could tell the lady with the 300, I didn't take myself away from, from that money. I just said, I'm not going to make a claim against this woman. However, when it comes to you, I will make a claim. So let her take her 50 from that first uh, money, and I'll fight with you with the, with the second money. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Yusham Shemot, if there was 300 zoos over there, we said the first one takes 50, the second one takes uh, 100, and the third one takes 150. And the Gemara has a question, Shilmataim Mane. Why should the middle woman, the, the lady with the 200 tuba, why should she take a whole mane? She only has 75, not a whole hundred. She has 25 in that first mane. She has 50 from the second mane. And that third mane, she has nothing. So Amar Shemuel, no, what are we talking about? The lady with the ketubah that says 300 on it, she writes to the, the two women with the ketubot for 200 100. I have no deen, I have no claim against you with that first mane. Therefore, they the lady number one, lady number two split that, uh, that first mane 50-50. Now, Rabbi Yaakov bin Ar Pekod, Mishemed Ravinamar, he gives a different answer. Resha bishtet fisot, vesefa bishtet fisot. The Resha and Sefa were talking about a situation where there wasn't enough money the first time around, so they grabbed whatever they could get, and then they came back at a later time to get more money. And the Gemara explains, Resha bishtet fisot, the Resha, we're talking about when, there's, when they they. they took their money twice, what happened? 75 zoos fell at once, and they came to split it. And how they split it? They split it, each one uh, took uh, 25. 25, 25, 25. And then, second time around, and then a second time, 125 fell. So again, out of that 125, each one took 25, 25, 25. And from the 50 left... Lady number two and three take uh, 25-25. So the split ends up being 50-75-75. That's the Resha. Like we explained. Sefa bishtet fisot. Also, the Sefa, we're talking about uh, where the money fell two different times. Then So 75 fell the first time around. So it's 25-25-25. Then uh, 225 came a second time around. And again, 75, they took out and they split 25, 25, 25. And what's left is 150. And from that 150, lady number two took 50. And the lady number three took the rest. So lady number one took 50. The lady number two with the 200 ketuba, she took a mane, 50 and 50. And the last lady took 150. And Tanya Zo, Mishnat Rabinatan, it's exactly like Rabinatan. However, Rabbi Omer en aniro ed varav shel Rabbi Natan beelu. Rabbi says, "I don't see Rabbi Natan over here." Ela holkot b'shavei. I think they just split it up evenly. Rabbi felt that the, all the ktubot are really connect, are are leaned on all the money, and therefore every lady has an even stake in all of it. So if there's three hundred money, each lady will take a money. And by the way, there's a Tosfot over here where Rah explains what does that mean they split evenly. It's not 100, 100, 100. Rather, it's they take the 300 and they split it according to what everyone would have gotten from their Ketubah. 
Meaning, so let's say we take the ketubah number one, two, and three, which is like 600 altogether. We take that uh, money and we split it. And uh, lady number three gets half, lady number two gets uh, a third, and lady number one gets a sixth. Next, we saw in the Mishnah, same thing, three people put their money in a pot, they're doing business together, and they take the losses and profits the same way. They split it the same way. And Amashim Well, Shnaim Shetilu Lekis, Two people put money into a pot. They're going to do business with it. This one put 100, this one put 200. And they didn't specify how they're going to split. Then the profit gets split in half. And Amar Abba, Mr. Shmuel, makes sense what Shmuel said. If they bought a plowing ox and it's meant to, to be a plowing ox. Meaning just because a person spent more money to buy this ox doesn't mean he has more of a, uh, a right in the profits. Meaning we needed all the money to get to one profit. Therefore, the profit splits in half. You can't say, oh, you have two-thirds of the animal and that's why you get two-thirds of the profit. No, you need the entire animal. His third is just as important as his two-thirds. Aval. If we bought an ox to plow and we ended up shechting it, then okay, he gets two-thirds of the meat. Everyone gets whatever he paid for. Even if we bought an, an ox to plow and, and then the getting shechted, and then they, they want to split the money, the money gets split evenly. And Rashi explains the the base the base of their machlokah is as follows: that according to Rabbah, once they shechted it, and that's it, everything is being split up. That's it. It's as if the partnership ended, and that's why each one gets whatever they put in. But according to Rav Hamnuna, no, since since we're still selling this meat, then we're going to be making a profit. So it's fifty fifty. That's the way Rashi brings it down. Um, the Reef, uh, he argues he doesn't like uh, that type of perush. He gives a different perush. Why can I look into it? Now the Gemara asks a question. Two people put money into pot. This one 100, this one 200. They split the revenue. My love, aren't we talking about aren't we talking about a case where they bought an ox to plow with and ended up shafting it and, that, and they split everything evenly? The Rabbah goes against Rabbah. The Gemara says, no, maybe we're talking about they bought an ox to plow and it just it, it was plowing. And over there they say it, it gets split 50-50. Okay, so the Gemara says, Aval, Okay, so what would be the halacha if they bought an ox to plow with and they ended up shechting it? What would be the halacha then? Everyone would take according to what they put in. Well, if that's the case, the Sefer already said, This end of that Braita, says, if they didn't buy ox together, Rather, this guy took his 200 and bought uh, healthy oxen, and the other one bought for 100, he bought the weaker oxen. Many Tarvon, they got mixed up, and they they plowed together. Each one gets to whatever amount of money he put in. Why does the Sif have to go through that whole story? When we just talk about, they bought one animal and a partnership. And you could explain, what are we talking about? If they bought an ox to plow with, and it's meant for plowing, if it was meant for, if it was bought for uh, for plowing and ended up being shafted, then each one gets according to whatever he put in. 
So why, why do you have to go to the whole sefa of this one boat, bigger one, smaller one? Why do you have to go to that? Just explain it that way. The Gemara says, Hachinami Kamar. Now the Brayta was just talking in an also type of way. By Medvar Mamurim, when do we say they split everything evenly? Beshor the Harisha, Ve'omed the Harisha, when they bought an ox to plow with, and it's meant for plowing. Aval Beshor the Harisha, Ve'omed the Harisha, but if they bought an ox to plow with, and they ended up shakhtering it, Na'aseh kemishelakah, zeh b'shelo, v'zeh b'shelo. It's as if each one took his money and bought his own cow, and they got mixed up. And we know the deans, they don't tell if you don't tell if you Each one takes according to what he put in. So like my ask another question. Three people put money in the pot, they did business. If they made more money, less money, this is the way they split it. They split it the same way with the, with the woman in the ketuba. My love, what, is, what does pihatu mean? It doesn't mean pihatu miyamash, that means they, they lost the money on the on the, on the deal. Hotiru, what is hotiru? Hotiru miyamash, they made a profit. Doesn't Isn't that what it means? And that would be a problem with Shmuel who said that that the partners who put money together they split it evenly. So Amar of the Haman, Amar of Babarbuallo, you don't have to explain it that way. Hotiru could mean Zuze Hate, no money. They kept on putting old money, old money, old money, and then it became worth more. They kept on buying better bills, better coins, and that's what Hotiru means. Pihatu, what does Pihatu mean? Astira de Tsonita where the king, he nullified this type of currency. So now the money, mamash, is worthless. And in this type of case, even Shmuel would admit that uh, everything gets split up uh, the way, the amount they put in. Next, Mishnah. Mishaya Nasui Arbana. She a person is married to four women who met and passed away. Harishona Kodemet the first wife is it goes before the second to get her second before the third and third before the fourth the first one swears to the second wife that she didn't take any of her ketubah first so now when she takes a ketubah it's her first time around and the second one swears to the third third swears to the fourth and the fourth one, she takes her money without a swear because she has no one to swear to. She, everyone else already swore and they're not making her swear. And even though it's Nikhsei Yatomim and a person is usually taking money from Yatomim, he has to swear. Of you, we're talking about Yatomim Dolim, that you don't have to swear. Ben Anas Omer, Ben Anas says, Just because she goes last, she's going to profit, she's going to benefit and not have to swear. She also has to swear if she wants to get her money. Here's another halacha. Let's say all ketubot were on one day. Meaning he happened to get married to all four women on the same day. Any woman who could explain that her ketubah was written first even one hour, she goes first to get her money. And Yushalem actually used to write a time on the ketubah, so they could know if you married someone else later in the day, this lady gets first. Let's say they all say the same time on it. And there's only one money. At that point, they split it evenly. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.